how the saying that todo en exceso es malo, like everything in excess is bad for you. Yeah. If you're overcompensating for something that your body naturally already has, then it's gonna have more bad effects than mm. good. What the f is we Let's kick it off. Welcome back. Another day, another shot. Straight from the bottom. Oh. Man. But anyways, um, what's the topic for now? Uh, we're going into the fitness episode. All right. So today's second topic of conversation will be supplements. Um, do we need them? Which ones are good? Which ones are not so good? Yeah. Like what? what's like literally the point of supplements, right? So we talked about this before, like a while back. So we can kind of just revisit the topic and see if like any perspective has changed. Personally, for me, again, I, I still stay true to what I've said before and probably will for the foreseeable future. Supplements are supposed to be an addition to your diet, right? They're not supposed to be a food replacement. Uh, and oftentimes it has, that ends up being what it is for a lot of people. Simply because they don't know anybody. So again, like some of the ba the basic supplements, right? Like a protein powder, BCAAs, right? Branching amino acids. What's the other one? Creatine, right? All of these things are like again, they're supplements, but realistically, they are from food sources, right? They're derived from food. Like creatine is uh, like the bones or something or something like that. Uh, it can be, but in, in reality, it's all derived from animal-based, like, meats, right? So it doesn't necessarily matter. Like, literally, if you look at a breakdown of, like, a piece of chicken or a piece of red meat, you'll find creatine in there. Mm -hmm. So, for me, realistically, when it comes to supplements, it's not something that you have to worry too much about unless you're, like, severely deficient in it, right? Or if you want to kind of maximize stuff like your vitamins and your minerals, right? That way you have a healthier immune system and that way you're not prone to being sick, right? So you'll be sick less often, you will feel better, quicker, and you don't have to worry about like the little things, right? Like the common cold won't be too much of an issue, uh, especially if you take a lot of vitamin C. But again, like all of that depends on the variants, right? Because different variants come out of different uh, diseases or, or uh, viruses or whatever the case might be, and then that will get you sick. And then if you get better from that, then you'll have a stronger immune system. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter too, too much about how many supplements you get or have. So for me, again, supplements is just an additive. It's not something that you should be like consumed by. And like if you're sitting there watching YouTube videos on like what supplements to take, if you're a beginner at the gym, I'm going to tell you, don't worry about it. Start working out. Start eating as healthy as you can, as, as best as you know. And most people know how to eat healthy, right? Obviously, don't eat processed foods. Uh, have a variety of vegetables in your diet. And again, try to cut off the oils, uh, the processed foods like uh, fried chicken. And, oh, you know, it's not really processed. It's made. But like you're adding stuff that's not necessary. And then that can eventually start leading to health issues later on. Um, so like fried foods, usually stay away from. And then eventually you'll start seeing like some deficiencies if you start tracking your food. Right. So that's a big thing that um, I always prescribe to my clients. Begin to track your food, right? Like start either pen and paper journal or use all the apps that we have available for free, like MyFitnessPal, 
the one I really like is called Chronometer, right? C-R-O-N-O-Meter, M-E-T-E-R, Chronometer, or Chronometer. Uh, that one will not only tell you all the calories that you're eating, but it'll give you a breakdown of the macro and the micronutrients for free. Like, you don't have to pay for anything. And then you start seeing where those deficiencies are, and that's what you start supplementing with. Or that's stuff that you should start looking into to incorporate into your diet, right? So if you're low on stuff like vitamin K, right, which is a really important vitamin in the body, the best sources for that is probably going to be leafy green vegetables, things like spinach, lettuce, right, broccoli, right? So those are the things that you should be adding into your diet to get that vitamin, as opposed to let me supplement with vitamin K through a pill, and then the bioavailability is significantly less. So when I say bioavailability, when you consume it, it says like 10,000 milligrams of vitamin K, but by the time your body finishes digesting it, it was probably only like 2,000, right? Because it's a completely different process when it's a pill compared to food. But if you have like the same quantity of food, you can literally overdose and die. Again, different strokes. But this is the stuff, This is the kind of way you want to approach supplementing. It shouldn't be something that consumes you, like you shouldn't feel overwhelmed. It's something that will come over time as you become more experienced with your overall health and fitness. And you will start seeing the benefits of adding in supplements when you need them, as opposed to it being the first thing that you do. And then... Uh, like spending anywhere from two to three hundred dollars in the first month of you exercising in the gym and then finding yourself like literally throwing away the supplements within like the next two to three months because you're not really using them. What kind of experience do you have with it? Oh yeah, my my experience with supplements started as a young. So my dad was a gym brat and I started working out since I was like 15, 16 years old, uh like in the gym. At that point, um the only supplement that I started taking was uh, protein, like powder, mm-hmm. all my you know, like shakes before. Actually, usually after the gym, that's when I started kind of like taking it. And yeah, I mean, I think it helps with, the, you know, when you're trying to grow mass, uh, just like muscular mass. That's my experience. I haven't taken it since probably four or five years now, uh, just because... I'm not trying to grow. I'm just, like I mentioned in a previous episode, my reason to go to the gym, which was like working out, is to just keep my body healthy. And the best way I can do it is, you know, like natural. The only supplement that I am t- that I take, and it's only in a specific day, is electrolytes. It's actually this one. Um, take a guess which days I actually take this. And I'm going to tell you a funny story about it. Because um, mm-hmm. electrolytes is supposed to like, uh, help you with the muscle recovery and is mm-hmm. that's the key ingredient is sweet mm-hmm. um just to give you some context i go to the gyms in the morning on an empty stomach and after the gym i just have coffee until noon that's my schedule that's why i usually try not to take supplements before or after the gym but on a specific day i take this with me and actually it's almost empty so i gotta uh, find an alternative or just getting that one take a guess which day is it so i I do push pull back and cardio which day do you think i need to supplement well you said push pull back and cardio but i think for back you meant legs yes a push pull legs cardio there you go okay so you probably have to take it for legs yes (laughs) so funny story about this um so one day i was doing legs and 
and I felt dizzy. So like towards the end of my workout, I felt dizzy. First time, well, actually I have felt this like way in the past when I just started going to when you were a newbie. When I was a newbie, yeah, I felt this. I was, I felt like I was a newbie again. But I think mm-hmm. I just went like extra hard and with an empty stomach. That was mm-hmm. the first time, first time ever I threw up. Mm. And then I was doing some reading. I was just watching some YouTube videos about why this usually happens. It's because sugar. You need some sugar in your body when you're yeah. burning that amount of calories. So you're using that amount of force. And when I go yeah. to the next, I go crazy about things. So that's the only day that I actually take this with No me. chicken legs. Yeah. If you see my legs, baby, my legs are... Like that's this. the best quality, bro. Best quality legs. But anyways... So that's the only date I take this type of supplements. Aside of that, the other supplements that I take and just my perspective on kind of like my stance on supplements, it goes with you. Kind of like the word it says is supplements. It supplements your lifestyle, your kind of like uh, uh, diet. So I do take um, fish oil. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, you know, just, I don't know why, but like ever since I was a kid, uh, since I was a kid I've been taking fish oil. Like my mom used to give it to me and they say it's good for your memory. So, mm-hmm. and for your heart. So I take that. And then this one, I, th- I think you put me on with this one. So this is just like an overall vitamin. Multi- yeah, multivitamin. Body. So mm-hmm. that's the only kind of like supplements that I'm taking now. And aside of the other ones. But now, what's the other one? Creatine. Creatine, yeah. I haven't got into it. A lot of people have been Telling me no, that you it, don't that it's, it's not worth it. Again, creatine, like I mean, it, it could definitely help. Um, don't get me wrong there, but like you have to significantly be about the gym to yeah. make it useful, right? Like you have to be in there maybe five to eight, four to five times a week, and you really have to be going aggressive. And or you can be working on at home because you have a home gym set up and you can actually start utilizing it more often. But for like the average person, you don't really need it. You get enough of it from your food. If you're having a well-balanced diet. And again, like supplements are supposed to be a supplement to your everyday. It's not supposed to be the only thing that you have, right? Like I know a lot of people that just do protein powders, right? And that's like literally the only protein that they have. I'm telling you, you're missing out on a lot of nutrients and that's going to be very costly later on. Um, Lack of energy, lack of focus, lack of just a variety of different things. Simply because you're not having a well-balanced diet, right? Like the person who feels the best and performs the best at the gym is the person who's having the best variety in their nutrition, right? Because they're getting everything when they're eating food, as opposed to the individual that's only eating one one style of food. And I promise you, you will be lacking significantly and you're not going to see the best results. Yes. Kind of like piggybacking from what you mentioned uh, before, like earlier. Mm-hmm. I think... It does depend on the person, the type of supplements that they need to put in their body. Uh depends mm-hmm. on their lifestyle. It depends on the uh, way that they work out, all these daily habits that they have. Mm-hmm. It definitely depends on who you are on this end. I, I agree with that because, like I said, from my experience, the only day that I take my supplement is because I experience it. It's because that day I need extra sugar or extra glucose. Well, it's not even sugar, right? Like... Again, if you're pushing yourself to these extremes, your body runs out of electrolytes. Yes. So things like potassium, magnesium, sodium, right? Like your body needs these electrolytes or these minerals to function properly. And if you're working out on an empty stomach, 
you're going to deplete that relatively quickly. And if you're drinking a lot of water, you'll end up urinating a lot of that out as well. So what ends up happening is that you feel extremely exhausted and then you start feeling lightheaded and then your body's just like done. I, I can tell you from personal experience, I've dealt with people like that have gone through exactly what you've gone through, right? You're feeling lightheaded, have to lay down, you start going pale, right? Like your body's literally just in shock and just doesn't know what to do right now. So you just have to stop functioning altogether. Like these are things that like they happen and that's why we supplement, right? Because we need it because the, there was an actual reason for it. Okay. Think, Not uh, supplementing with protein for the sake of supplementing with protein. Right. For example, like, let's say it's somebody who is uh, really skinny and is trying to gain weight. So for that person, then protein probably is the best uh, supplement that they can have in their diet. So, yeah. Or a lot of calories, right? Like there's such things as mass gainers, right? Which is just like a lot of empty calories, like a lot of carbohydrates in a protein shake. Uh, so like that protein, that the mass, the mass gainer, it's like a 700 calorie shake, right? So it's like a milkshake, but it has a lot of protein. Uh, and that'll help. But realistically, what's most important is the fact that you're eating a lot of calories, which I go back to, you can have that in food and not necessarily need to have it in liquid. But yeah. again, some people have a difficult time or they don't have enough time to like prepare that much food. So I get it. So that's why we have stuff like that. Yeah, and also uh, from my personal experience on sub on protein powder specifically, they give me acne a lot. Like, mm -hmm. and I think that's uh, um, that kind of says that a lot of these supplements they usually have a side effect to your body. So yeah, now, for sure, I like drive this conversation to a very popular supplement that a lot of people take. Can you tell me what I'm thinking of? Pre workout. Well, pre-workout, actually pre-workout is one of them. But yeah. uh, one that a lot of people take is steroids. Oh, that's not really a supplement. That's a drug. Is it? Because I feel like yeah. people take that as a supplement. No. I mean, if they say that it's a supplement, then they're bullshitting you. That's okay. a drug. Okay, anyways. I take that back. Okay, so pre-workouts, good or bad? Again, so pre-workout... There's a couple of different varieties now, right? Like they have non-stimulated versus stimulated, which means either has caffeine or doesn't have caffeine. Again, it depends on the person, how much energy you need. For me, if you need to start supplementing aggressively with things like pre-workout, that's just an indicator that you're not getting good quality sleep and you're probably not having good nutrition, right? Like variety in your nutrition. So your energy levels are low. So you compensate with that by adding stuff like pre-workout into your routines. Again, some people be like, oh, no, but, like, it helps me hit PRs. Like, I have so much more energy. Like, again, if you had a good night's rest and you're eating well, you'll probably have the same, if not more energy, than you would with the pre-workout. Mm -hmm. um, and long-term, there's just a lot of negative side effects when it comes to overstimulating with caffeine, right? Like, you can start developing things like high blood pressure or you're just constantly having your heart rate at such a high level. But just it's not healthy, right? It's like chronically being stressed every day. So rather than you being in a normal heart rate heart rate zone, you're always elevated, right? Like eventually that will lead to some problems and issues. Um, so for me, you know, it's something that you want to mitigate and manage. Again, a lot of people nowadays, they drink a shit ton of coffee, which kind of does a very similar thing, but they don't really think about it that way. Mostly because they're not really thought or taught to think of it like that. Like, you know, people have coffee and it's okay. Like, you know, it's all part of daily life. But 
again, it's caffeine. It's a stimulant. It will elevate your heart rate. Uh, do that prolonged for enough period of time or a long enough period of time, it will become a problem. Yeah. So all that is to say, your workout is fine, but manage it. The same way you have electrolytes with your leg day. For me, I like taking pre-workout for my leg day. And obviously, I have electrolytes throughout the day. But simply because the legs are the biggest muscle group, so they require the most amount of energy. Um, and if I'm going aggressive, then, you know, I really want to be on top of everything. Mostly because if I'm fatigued and I start doing heavy compound lifts or if I start doing, like, exercise that are really technical and I start burning out, then my form will be compromised and then I'm probably going to get hurt. So, yeah, I had taken pre workout in the past and it's actually exciting. It's kind of like you're high, but you just, you know, <laughs> I, I, I might consider going into pre workout just for my leg days. But the mm-hmm. only like, uh, concern that I have is that I go with an empty stomach. Because yeah, okay, it's the same as kind of like drinking coffee on an empty stomach. You'll, you'll be fine. Um, some pre workouts have things like uh, beta alanine. Mm-hmm. So it'll give you this like tingling sensation through your body. You can buy pre-workouts that don't give you that. Like personally, I don't like that because it makes me feel super itchy and that it gives me jitters. Um, so rather than that, I just like have pre-workout that doesn't have that. Right. And I just get all the energy. I feel good. I feel focused. And then I can go through my workout really intensely. And as long as I'm like utilizing up all that energy from the caffeine that's being, you know, put in with the pre-workout, I'll be fine. But if you're somebody, and like I've, I've seen this happen before, where people literally just take pre-workout for energy, like they literally don't even work out. They just literally just chug an energy drink just for the sake of doing that. So things like Red Bull and or, again, like pre-workout energy drinks, like that is so unhealthy. Like I can't even tell you. Like you'll start developing kidney chronic problems and you start probably urinating uh, blood. And then like that just opens up a can of worms that you really should not be doing. Yeah, that's get some good sleep. That's Michael on high school. I used to drink Monster, like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe that's why I got um fucking cold bladder. It could have been, bro. Like, like, and again, stuff with like Monster, especially if it has sugar. Forget about it, man. Like that is just the worst. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if I think it's it all comes down to making kind of like researching and also being aware what you're putting in your body, because I do also know people who rely a lot on Red Bull just to keep them energy, to keep them yeah. through the day. Um, aside of or they just like the taste of it, right? Like they, they become yeah. addicted to the taste and then they don't really care too much about the energy. But again, like that caffeine is still something that's in there that's yeah. affecting you. Yeah, um, no, I know there are people who drink uh, like specifically Coke, like, uh, you know, Coca-Cola, just to keep themselves awake because the coffee, according to them, doesn't have any effect on their body. So I think it also comes down to your mindset because I think caffeine, coffee itself has a lot of caffeine on it, like a lot. And it's very, yeah. Yeah. I do love this man. And I do love coffee. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I drink it every day. Don't get me wrong either. But again, like I know what I'm doing um, and I limit it to as much as humanly possible, right? Like I don't drink caffeine past like 2 p.m., Usually, like, 12 p.m. is my cutoff, but 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And then I have the rest of the day to utilize that caffeine, get it out of my system, drink a lot of water to, you know, flush it out of my system. Uh, and then by the time I get to the end of the night, I'm good. I'm, I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm burned out. Perfect. Now I can go to sleep, recover, and do it again the next day. Yep. I do the same thing, actually. My cutoff time is, like, noon. If I wake up after noon, 
for some reason, I don't drink coffee specifically. I usually go with like tea. Uh, I've been drinking like ginger tea, like non-caffeine ginger tea. Highly recommend nice. it. Really good for you. Um, nice. But anyways, um, yeah, I think supplements, they're good depending on who you are. And also depending on the supplement that you are taking, that kind of like summarizes this bubble. It just, it just like, once again, try an error type of thing, but don't do it like it's straight up. Don't just, if you're somebody is starting the gym, don't go and buy every supplement that you see people taking because it's just not healthy. No. As you progress, and again, like you're going to find yourself wasting a lot of money for absolutely no reason. Yes. That, yeah. Well, money is one thing and also like your health overall because you're going to probably use this wrongly. Uh, the saying that todo en exceso es malo, like everything in excess is bad for you. Yeah. If you're overcompensating for something that your body naturally already has, then it's going to have more bad effects than mm. good yeah, like your body will stop producing stuff like, you know, creatine. Or if you're somebody that supplements with melatonin for sleep, your body will stop producing melatonin and that becomes a problem, right? Long term. And we've talked about this before. Like, yes. again, these supplements are supposed to help you and aid you. But if you're using them as a way to, again, uh, not, shit, I've lost my train of thought. But if you're using them as a way to kind of alleviate or, you know, find a loophole into what it is that you should be doing or your body should be naturally producing. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a negative side effect long term or in the short term. And then eventually you're, what you're going to have to do is go to the doctor in order to get this fixed in reverse. Um, and it all could have been avoided if you simply just didn't do it in the first place or, you know, consulted a professional to begin with. Right? Like with a lot of these supplements, like it's not regulated by any kind of overseeing uh, health or uh, medical field industry where a lot of it is unregulated. Um, so, you know, if, like you're consuming these products, you might very well be taking in things like that are poisonous to you or stuff that you didn't even know that could be damaging to things like your liver and your kidney. And then long-term you only find these effects like 10 years down the road. And then, and again, like at that point, nobody's really responsible because you know they weren't really held to any standard and you were consuming it at your own risk well whoops like now you have some issue with your kidneys and that sucks to be you but it is what it is so rather than getting to that point again manage it accordingly look at the data know what works if you don't know if it worked do some research and if you still don't know probably just stay away from it and let the data come out over time Right, because at the end of the day, like all of these things are unregulated, so you're not really going to know what's going to happen in the next ten to twenty years. That's it. Well, we can wrap it up with that. Um, but yeah, supplements. Hey, <laughs> they're exactly that, right? They're supposed they're to help supplements. you, not be consuming. That's what the word says. It supplements. <laughs> supplements you. <laughs> that makes no sense. This is a conversation Cheers. between friends. None of what is said here should be taken as legal advice. We are not experts in any way. Take what resonates and leave the rest.